Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. So my mom and I were just trying to decide who would be best to interview for the next episode. And we wanted to do something new. And so we were trying to determine who we were going to interview for our double interview or triple interview, I guess, if you want to count me. But with that um, interview, with that kind of interview, we have two people on at the same time. That was very, very fun. It was great to try something different. My mom and I were trying to determine what two people we should have on, and we decided it would be great to have the Allen boys on, Tyler and Mason Allen. And I'm going to tell you, it was amazing. They are such good boys. Um, They are very smart and educated. And I really look up to them for how well they show and how hard they work. They recently moved to Nakona, Texas, and I really enjoyed it, and so I think you will too. So listen in. Hello, Tyler and Mason. Thank you so much for getting on today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yes, this is awesome. Always wanted to be on the podcast. No problem. My mom and I were dying to do something different here, and this is really exciting. And so far, it's working out great. I was afraid there was going to be a few technical difficulties, but there hasn't been, so that's fantastic. This will be fun. I'm excited. So how have you guys been? I know you've been to some shows here lately, so can you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, so we've been everywhere lately. Uh, We just got done with a huge move. We moved five hours north from Schulenburg, Texas to Nakona which is about six miles south of Oklahoma. And we've been, we were at Oklahoma City for two and a half weeks, and then we were in Fort Worth last week for a show. So it's been pretty crazy. I bet it has. Um, Tyler told us that you had a lot of back-to-back shows, but it seems like y'all are pushing through pretty well. So can you please tell us about you and your family for those who don't know you? Yeah, so my name's Tyler Allen. I'm here with my brother, Mason Allen. We are originally from Schulenburg, Texas, in between San Antonio and Houston. As Mason just said, we just moved into County, Texas, not far from y'all. My parents are Dave and Becky Allen. We also have a little brother, Landry, who's nine. Uh, Grew up from the early 2000s. We raised uh, club calf and exotic steers and heifers for 4-H and FFA kids. Uh, Did that till 2012. And then my family started Gene Source, a semen distribution company uh, located in the county at our home place, uh, as well as we've been building our Hereford herd. And me and Mason have shown Herefords our whole life, and it's something we have a passion for. It's something my dad and his brother showed throughout their life and show career. And uh, it's a big passion for us. Right now, I'm at Texas Tech University, finishing up my bachelor's in animal science. Mason and Landry at Prairie Valley uh, School in the county of Texas. Uh, Mason's a junior. Landry's in the third grade. Uh, we're highly active in the show cattle industry as well as the semen industry and something we have a real passion for. 
That's great. Um, just by those few words, I can already tell y'all are really hardworking people with hardworking parents, and that's just great. So, Tyler, what has been your greatest accomplishment throughout your showing career? Oh, man, for me, I think uh, the Junior Nationals in Grand, Grand Island four years ago probably is the one that sticks out to me. Uh, winning senior showmanship was huge for me and my family. Uh, I think that was ending up on an anniversary that my when my uncle had won, so that was really cool. And, of course, Mason winning intermediates was incredible for two brothers to do that. And then Mason having a reserve supreme female at Junior National of the Year as well as a couple divisions, a couple reserve divisions. I mean, it was it was an incredible Junior National that we'll never forget. And to do it as a family was just just awesome. That is awesome. Doing stuff as a family really makes it even more special than it already is. So how about you, Mason? Yeah, I'd have to agree with Tyler. Uh, that year in 2018, that was definitely my favorite win of all time. Uh, for both of us to win showmanship that day, and the judges had no idea who we were. We had no idea who they were. So at the end of the day, we were at the backdrop, and they figured out we were brothers. So it was, it was pretty cool. And then a few days later, I was reserve in the pulled show. And that was really one of the first ones we'd raised uh, out of some embryos we'd bought. And that cow has uh, become the foundation of our herd. So that was a really cool win. And then last year in Denver, I was fortunate enough to be reserve in the junior show uh, to last week's guest, Veda Vicklin. So that was another huge win and uh, something I'll never forget. Uh, yes, those moments are definitely very cherishable. So, Mason, you hit a few points about where you have been to the shows here recently. Can you update us on how you did there at those shows? Uh, yes. Yeah, so these past three to two and a half weeks have been crazy. So uh, three weeks ago, we were in Oklahoma City, and uh, I was fortunate enough to win the Horn Junior Show. And then I was reserve in the Horned Open show. And that was really cool because that heifer has a really, really cool story in my mind. So uh, last year around Thanksgiving, me and my family uh, went to see my dad's parents in Nebraska. And uh, Nate Ultraman was having a sale on Thanksgiving in my dad's hometown. So we were at the Nebraska football game and uh, my dad purchased this heifer from Nate on his sale for 2000 bucks. And, uh, I picked her out that day and we bought her for $2,000. And when we got her home, everyone was really skeptical cause she was really, really skinny, but, uh, she was long necked and big legged and sound and cool looking and had the prettiest hair you've ever seen. And I always believed in her. And throughout the, throughout last year's show season, I, she got beat a few times and it was always because she was too far behind. And we had her looking pretty much perfect in my eyes in Oklahoma city. And she was able to finally win. So it was really cool to have her come full circle and win that big of a show with a $2,000 heifer. And then last week with the same heifer uh, at the Cowgirls in Cowtown, she was reserved Supreme female. So it's been a great ride. I bet it has. That's a really neat story. And heifers like that, and not just heifer steers, I've heard a lot of neat steer stories um, but that's really cool. She went from zero to hero, I would say. 
and um, you don't always have to have the biggest body for her to be a good heifer because you said that she was pretty skinny, but she had good hair, and she wasn't even worth that much money, and everyone thinks that money is everything, but that right there proves that it's not. Yeah, I, the first time I saw her was in a snowstorm, and uh, I could tell she had some neat pieces, but didn't really know if she'd ever be able to tie them all together, and in the end, she did, so it was pretty cool. Tyler, you told us about your greatest achievement. That was amazing. But what has been your greatest disappointment? You know, that's a great question, Sierra. And I think me and Mason will probably do this one together. But uh, last year, obviously, we've seen the effects of the coronavirus and what's been going on. And we we'd, we thought last year with our set of steers, it was one of the better sets we had had. And we had, ha- we had had a yellow and white steer from Jay Carr that we had really been excited about. And I think it was really hard. We're getting these things ready. We also had a pair going to Houston of heifer heifers. We were really excited. And it was, it was really just a gut wrenching feeling of Mason calling me while I was in New Zealand with the American Herf Association. And it was four 30 in the morning when Mason called and he was in tears crying and they had just said they'd canceled the Houston livestock show. And, not being able to show that pair for the last time and him not being able to show one of the steers that in me, I think me and Mason can both agree is probably one of our favorite steers we'd ever gotten to be a part of. And just to not be able to get that steer out in the ring and not be able to enjoy that part was probably one of the most disappointing things I've ever been through, I think. And I think Mason would agree with me. I definitely agree. I bet that was really hard. And I didn't have a steer that year, and I feel almost guilty that I didn't because all those kids that had really good steers and then didn't get to show them. And I don't know how they felt because I didn't have a steer. I know I was sad, obviously, but, I mean, geez, that was so hard for for me to watch. And Claire was too young to show, and so she didn't have a part of that either. But, geez, that was just heartbreaking. And... When, when Houston got canceled for y'all, I bet that was just as bad. It was pretty rough. So me and my dad, we were actually on the fairgrounds with uh, with my heifer, and we were about to get ready to unload, and this cop on a motorbike came up and said we had to be out in two hours, and they were sending us all home, and everything was getting canceled. And uh, right then, I didn't really know. You know, there was talk that we'd be able to have a steer show, I really wish we would have been able to get that steer out because that was probably my favorite steer of all time we ever had. And I don't know, you know, who knows how it would have gone. Everyone said they might have one that could win, but who knows if he could have won or, but I really just wanted to see how competitive he can be. And that was a steer that I had a really great bond with. So it was, it was hard, but you know, there's this year and next year. So we'll see what happens. What did you do with them? Uh, he actually got shipped up to Kansas, and who knows what happened there. <laughs> when the National Western was canceled this year, um, I was actually at school, and my geography teacher, I guess she saw it somewhere on the internet, and she told me, and she was like, hey, did you know that this got t- canceled? And my mouth just dropped open because I had a fat steer, um, and we got him from the May family in Wisconsin. And when she told me that, I felt the tears go up in my eyes and like, I'm not the kid that cries at school. I just don't do that. But I cried a lot and I was really embarrassed. But 
And then I heard that they were having the Congress, and I was just overjoyed. And I knew it wouldn't be the same as Denver, but hey, why complain when you can have something to show your calf at? Yes, I totally agree with that. Oklahoma City, that was a great experience, and I was so thankful for everyone that was able to put that show on. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Mason. What what Tyler Norvell and their crew did was just unbelievable, and I'm so thankful for what they did. It was an awesome experience, but going back to Mason, that was that morning was pretty tough for all of us, and I could tell in Mason's voice that it was tough, and it's been awesome the way this industry's come back around and fought for our shows and for the kids, but no, it was it was a tough it was a tough thing for our family, and it's definitely something that we can look back on and try and grow from, and hopefully it, we don't ever have to have it happen again. Oh yeah, and this is going to be in the history books. This is what kids are going to be reading fifty, twenty years from now. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. But no, the. Oak- the Oklahoma City, that was just that was an unbelievable show, and I hope there's more success with that show. That was incredible, and I can't say thank you enough to the people that put that show on. I absolutely agree. There's there's so much that we can't do to thank them. So you told us a little bit about your success with Showmanship, Tyler. Uh, are, is there anything else that you would like to add to that? Oh, man, just – we, we, our family has been absolutely blessed with how we've done in showmanship and national shows and at the junior nationals for the Herefords and me and Mason have both had extreme success. And it's something that our family prides on is our showmanship and our ability to get cattle stuck. And just our, our job is to get those cattle to look the best they possibly can in the ring. And if you can't get those cattle stuck right, and you're more worried about your, how you look or trying to show off, you're just not doing your job. The, the point is to draw, draw attention to the calf, not not you. And that's one thing we uh, really focus on, on is making sure we can get those cattle stuck, but not being too much of a show off or being too fast or just trying to draw attention into ourselves. We want our attention on those cattle. Definitely. That's very important. And if I were a kid listening right now, I would be like, Mom, Dad, I want some tips on this. So can you give us a few tips on how to be a good showman? Hey, Mason, you can you can go ahead on this one. I'll take it from here. So, yeah, like Tyler said, we've been extremely blessed uh, to be successful in showmanship competitions. But uh, for me, I would tell kids just to keep it simple and to not overdo it. You can you can get beat for trying too hard and showing off and doing too much if you keep it simple and uh, stay calm and focus on what the calf looks like instead of what you look like. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to have an edge about you. I Like you, Sierra, you have an incredible edge and look at the judge, incredible presence, and I try to mimic that. But I like to keep it simple and really let the calf show itself off and stay calm, and I think that will lead you to success. Well, thank you, Mason. And by the way, I get that look from my mom, if you were wondering. (laughs) Uh, I've seen you guys show in showmanship, and I think y'all do a really good job. And so I just, I thought this would be a good question to ask. Um, thank you for those tips. And that is very true. It's important to just keep it simple. You don't have to go out there with the most sparkly bow in your hair or the most um, flingy, 
flary t-shirt or whatever. Just go out there. And I prefer to wear boots in the ring. Some kids um, like to wear Twisted X, and I guess that's okay. But um, our family always likes to wear boots in the show ring. And I like to wear my hair in a bun. That's the way I've done it sometimes. And there for a little bit, uh, which I'm kind of disappointed in myself for that, I wore it in a ponytail. And I've really come to realize that bun is my true style. <laughs> so... Well, you know, Sierra, me and Mason, we try to keep our hair as good as we can, but I don't know if we can pull off a bun. But no, I agree <laughs> with you. Uh, when it comes to just what you come into the ring, just keep it simple. Look professional. Don't try to overdo it. Same way when you're standing with your calf, there's no reason to try and show off. The biggest thing is you're trying to focus the attention. It's all about the cattle. It's not about how you look. Of course, you need to look like you're intense. You need to be focused in on the judge, and you need to be paying attention. But the the whole point of us showing these cattle is to make the cattle look the best of their ability. And you want to show off the best qualities of those cattle, and you want to show out their problems and f- try and get those not being the focus. And if you're not getting those cattle stuck, you're probably showing their bad problems. And so for the biggest thing is don't focus on how you're standing or how you're blowing on their nose or sticking your show stick in front of them or doing whatever. Just just be simple about it. Be calm, slow, smooth scratches. Keep your eyes on the judge. Keep the cattle set up. Uh, but, yeah, the biggest thing for me and Mason, the biggest thing, and we, we've always gotten a nice little talk from Dad about just being calm. That is the biggest thing. Cattle can understand how you feel, and if you're nervous or worked up, they're probably going to be worked up too, and it's not going to help either one of you. So the biggest thing is just stay calm, be positive, stay focused, and just just show the cattle the best of your ability. I definitely agree with you. And I, it's just very important, like you said, to stay calm because if you're all wound up and you're worried about, like you said, blowing on their nose, using your stick to do all this stuff – then you're not going to be focused. And it's also about the little things that you pay attention to. If the calf in front of you gets pulled, you have to pull up to fill their spot. Because if you don't, the judge is definitely going to notice. And so you might not get a piece of it. And if, you, if you're one of the people that likes to wear a comb into the show ring, if the judge feels your calf, you want to comb it up. And it's also important to get your calf set well. They don't have to be top-notch. Uh, like they do in just the regular show. But you want to have them set good because the judge is definitely going to be looking at that. Absolutely. For us, I mean, of course, in showmanship, you have to have a little bit of an edge or a little bit of a something that gets the judge's attention when you're showing because the judge is paying attention to you to see how you stand out compared to the rest. And one thing for me I've noticed a lot is a lot of kids try and get overdoing of it and they lose sight of what their calf's doing, how their calf looks. They might miss loining them or the person in front of them might pull up and they're not paying attention because they're too focused on themselves. And that I can see that being a problem, but no, for sure, just keeping focused and paying attention to how your calf's acting, how they're set up, what's going on, what the judge is doing, what the calf in front of you is doing. Just having an awareness is huge. Yes, and uh, guys listening, there's also 
another thing to remember, if you get beat in the show ring for a technique that usually always works for you, do not throw a fit about it. Don't change your way incredibly. You can uh, work a few things out to make yourself a better showman, but it's all a judge's opinion. And so if you get beat for something that you usually do in the ring, it's okay. Just keep on doing it. Because one time in showmanship, I like to hold the halter with both hands, and I started that habit habit ever since I showed a steer, and he wasn't very nice. And so I um, would hold on with both hands, and I've just developed that as a habit. And one time I got beat for it, but I still do that in the ring, and I haven't had a problem with it since. So always remember that. Yep, I'd have to agree. I would definitely agree with that. Mason, are there any long or short-term goals that you would like to share? Uh, Yes, for sure. So uh, some of the goals that I have are to remain competitive at the national shows and uh, to keep improving our cow herd. So one of the things that I do is me and my dad are constantly talking breeding decisions and what we're going to do in order to make the next generation better. So yeah, so remain competitive at the national shows and improve our cow herd. And uh, I'm just about to get into my collegiate judging career, and I hope to find success there. So we'll see what happens there, and we'll see what happens in the ring. But uh, who knows? I just hope it all goes well. Now that we've moved, I think giving ourselves a better chance to be more successful, and I hope to see results soon. So. Those are great goals. Tyler, what about you? I'd have to agree with Mason. Uh, for us, as a family, just improving our quality of our cow herd and the cattle we're selling to exhibitors as well as bulls and things like that, we're just trying to make our cattle better, and that's something we strive for. Uh, we're pretty early in terms of our Hereford herd. We It's only been a few years of calves on the ground and sales of ours, and we've been extremely successful, but there's always room for improvement. And it's something that me, Dad, and Mason, and uh, Drew Schmidt, who works for us, it's something that we talk about a lot of new bulls, new cows that we could try and get genetics in, Uh, just finding things that fit into our cow herd. Uh, For me, finishing up school, looking towards jobs and things like that is something I'm starting to get into. Uh, But, of course, family is always number one for us, and I always want to be able to help with things like be successful with Gene Source and Barre and keep just improving. And of course, like Mason said, being competitive at national level, that's, that's, uh, that is our livelihood is our cattle have to do well to sell well and go to good families. And as long as we keep being competitive, I think it always helps, uh, helps us out a lot. Yeah, I'd also like to throw in, uh, like some of your previous guests you've had on, some of my really great friends, Tar Tut, Lauren May, Cassidy Bremer. Uh, I hope to stay competitive in the showman, senior showmanship at Junior Nationals. I know. I look forward to it every year, and I look forward to facing off against some of my best friends and uh, hope to be competitive there. So that's definitely one of my big goals. Those are great goals, and with some hard work, I have no doubt that you can achieve them. Tyler, are there any words of advice that you would like to share? You know, just with all that's going on right now in the show industry, everybody keeping a head up and staying positive about our show cattle industry and Kids, I hope kids keep showing and people keep buying cattle and the show industry stays on forever. It's been a tough year for everybody. And I just, I hope there's a lot of upside for this industry and 
another thing is just kids got to have an edge, got to have some competitiveness. That's the biggest thing. If you don't, if you don't have a drive to do this, this isn't the industry for you. Those are great words of advice. I agree. Um, competitiveness drives you, and some people think that you shouldn't be too competitive. Um, and I agree with that, but I, I would say to not limit yourself. Do not limit what you can do. Um, anything is possible if you put your mind to it. What about you, Mason? Yeah, so some words of advice that I have is to find what you love and to work as hard as possible in order to be successful at that certain thing. So for me, uh, everything about show cattle, you know, genetics, studying pedigrees, working at home each and every day, that's what I love and that's what I plan on always doing. So find, no matter if it's show cattle or something else, find what you love and just work as hard as possible as you can in order to be successful at it. I agree. Hard work pays off tremendously. And with all the interviews I've done from Lauren May to y'all, I mean, that proves it. The hard work can achieve anything. Absolutely. And Sarah, you've had some awesome guests and some very good friends of ours with Jaggerhorn and Baylor and Whitney and Veda and Bollett Mason talked about. I mean, you've had an unbelievable group of kids that have come on and talked. Of course, Ryder and little Kelton and all of those kids. I mean, there's a lot of kids your age that I'm super, super impressed with, especially you, Sierra. You've, you've impressed me the whole time you've grown up, and we've known your family for a long time. And it's just awesome to see you and your sisters start showing. And it, it's just been awesome. The way you've done this podcast and everything's just been so cool. Yeah. I've, I've kind of became a podcast junkie, so I've been addicted to your podcast, Sarah Simon's Shoot Side. So that's really what gets me through the day in the barn. I just turn one on and listen to your podcast and other livestock podcasts. I just think they're great. Thank you guys so much. I admire you both so very much. Just the way you show, the way you work, um, the way you support each other as brothers, and you have a strong friendship with each other. That's just something anyone can admire. And I really appreciate you guys. Hey, it's siblings. All Everybody that has siblings understands that we can all fight and cuss each other in the barn or get into a heated argument. But at the end of the day, we're all family. We all love each other. And being able to watch Mason and Landry's show now and me being towards the end of my show career, seeing them at the Texas majors, being able to help them back at home or at the shows, it's, it's really awesome. And I love being able to support them and, They've supported me through everything, and it's awesome to have people like y'all around us, and I've always looked up to your dad and your mom, and it's just it's just an awesome experience to have all these people around us. Definitely, and I don't know what I would do without my sisters, especially Claire. She always works with me in the barn, and right now she has a hernia, and so she can't go as often, but when she is there most of the time, we play around sometimes, and sometimes my parents have to get on to us. But for us, that's just what makes the barn work even more fun. Oh, yeah. There's always a place in the barn to have fun, and there's a place to have business and work hard. But at the end of the day, we all love doing this industry, and it's something that I hope everybody gets to experience. Absolutely. Dang it, you sound like my parents. <laughs> all right, Mason. Anything you'd like to say before we close up? Yeah, so Sierra, just keep doing what you're doing. I love these podcasts. Um, 
I love everything that gets shared and all the knowledge about our industries. And uh, I hope people can just learn from them and take stuff back off these podcasts and implement them at home and in the ring. So I appreciate you having us on. I've always wanted to be on one since the first podcast I heard. And this has been an honor. So thank you. No, thank you. The honor is mine. I mean, you guys are amazing. Just the way you're a part of the cattle industry, I'm sure I'm not the only one that looks up to you at all. And I bet you have very bright futures ahead of you. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. Thank you, Sierra. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and share it. And God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.